Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Katie on the Flip Side, the podcast version. It is great to hang out with you guys again today. I wanted to talk today a little bit about something that I mentioned in my Insta stories yesterday. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, I am on there all the time. Um, it's katiepie07 on Instagram if you want to follow me there. But I saw a quote that Mel Robbins posted, and Mel Robbins is the one who wrote the book called The Five Second Rule that I've talked about before, um, about not hitting the snooze button, about just getting yourself to just start doing something. Um, it's a really incredible book, um, life-changing for sure. But she posted a quote on Instagram that said, a little change is still change. And that really like sunk into my brain. And I just got to thinking about how true that is. Um, and I posted some thoughts about it on Instagram and had a lot of people responding to that. So um, I thought I would make a podcast talking about my thoughts on that. I think part of that is the looking at that is something that has helped me dealing with discouragement um, when I felt discouraged, like I'm not making progress. It's also helped me with when I feel like I'm not motivated to get started and to do something, um, to change, to do something in a different part of my life. I think it's easy for us to look at people who are further ahead in their journey and start doubting ourselves. And I think that is just, it was a big part of my problem for a long time. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me to talk about, you know, what was the turning point in deciding to lose weight or deciding to change my life or um, any of those things. And it's hard to, I mean, it's hard to just say one specific thing. And I think that what I'm talking about today has a lot to do with that because I don't do well when. I say, okay, I'm going to up and change everything when I think about it too much. And when I say, you know, if I'm going to change this, I'm going to have to change this and this and this, and I'm going to have to not eat anything ever again that's bad for me. And I can't ever have Christmas cookies and I can't ever have birthday cake. And that that's just not, that doesn't work for me um, because I'll get discouraged and I'll think, well, screw that. Like, I don't want to live that life. Yes, I want to be healthy. Yes, I want to have more energy, but I don't want to live a life where I feel like I'm constantly missing out on things. So for me, the best way for me to start was really along the lines of what Mel Robbins said in this quote, a little change is still change. Um, so I started originally with everything one step at a time. Everybody kind of starts things one step at a time. And when I try to start too many things at once, I will fail. Um, no change at all happens without the first small step. So anytime I'm feeling like I have gotten off track with exercising or eating right. Um, for example, over the summer, we were traveling a lot. The kids were out of school. Um, we were trying to put our house on the market to sell. There were just a lot of things about our routine that had gotten off. And in that, I had stopped exer exercising as much. We had started um, eating out more. And I hadn't had as much of a focus on my health and my mental and physical wellness. And so once the kids started back to school, I said to myself, I'm just going to start getting up and going walking. I am going to 
get up earlier um, before the kids so I know I have time and I'm going to just go for 30 minutes around the neighborhood. And that's something that I don't even know where that idea, I don't remember how long ago it was where that idea came from. I know it's not like a groundbreaking idea to go for a 30 minute walk, but I remember being, I want to say I was in high school, but I may have been in college and I was in the grocery store and saw the cover of some fitness magazine or health magazine or something. And it was like, how you can lose 100 pounds by walking for just 30 minutes a day or something like that. And being that my whole life, I have focused on my weight and my size and wanting to lose weight and be healthier and all of that. Um, I picked it up and looked at it. I didn't buy it, (laughs) I don't think. I just remember looking at it and kind of skimming over it as I was waiting. And it was saying to just get out and walk for 30 minutes a day if you can't do anything else or, you know, you don't want to do anything else or something along those lines and how just 30 minutes a day of walking can help you lose weight. And I remember being like, oh, well, that's easy. I can totally do that. And having something in mind, a change in mind that is doable, um, this also kind of goes into a little bit of where I am right now with the exercising seven days a week, and we can talk about that too. But I think the main thing is starting with something that will cause at least a small change in your life, but that is doable. So when I when the kids got back in school, like I said, I told myself I'm going to go for a walk 30 minutes in the morning. I'm not going to put any pressure on myself to go a certain distance, to go a certain speed, and I am going to just get out there and walk. I'm going to start my um, little RunKeeper app that tells me how far I've gone and how long I've gone, and it goes off every five minutes and says, like, you've gone this far in five minutes and this is your pace <clears throat> so that I've, I can kind of keep track of, you know, whether I'm going faster or slower one day. And it's hard to start doing something like that and not want to get better. That's kind of a weird reverse negative. So I guess what I'm saying is once you start doing something like that, you're naturally going to want to go further or want to go longer, um, I had to tell myself that I was going to try to keep it at 30 minutes, no matter what, for a period of time. I I don't even I don't even try to think too far into the future or else I will be like, Oh, that's going to be too hard. I just don't even want to start. And I know that's a terrible mindset to have. But sometimes there's things about your natural Um, tendencies of your personality, of the way that your brain processes things, of the way you think about things, that yes, I am working on changing, but that I also know that that's how my brain works. And so I'm going to have to make some modifications to how I'm thinking about something or how I'm planning for something so that I will be able to make progress if any of that makes any sense or is not completely backwards. It might be to some of y'all who don't think that way. But when I start thinking like, okay, well, you know, this magazine said if I just walk 30 minutes a day, then eventually I'm going to be a marathon runner. Um, so that means I just, I need to eventually start getting faster and going for longer. And that for me, I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to start because I don't know if I can do that. And I do need to change that mindset. And that is something I'm working on. But what I have to do is just say, I'm only going to go for 30 minutes. If I start going faster, then that's fine. If I decide I want to up and run, then I will. And that is what happened. I kept, um, you know, I told myself I was just going to walk and I did walk. And, you know, after a couple weeks, it was like 
all of a sudden it felt weird to just be walking, you know, like I was power walking. I wasn't just like measling along, like smelling the flowers, um, but I was kind of power walking and then there would be like a, a downhill or a, a long stretch. And I'd think, well, let me just like try to run and see how it is. No pressure to like, okay, I have to run the rest of the time, but like, let me just run and push myself when I feel like I want to stop. Let me just make myself go just a little bit further. So I know that I'm doing the most that I can. Um, and so I did start running more and gradually my pace would get better and better. Um, and then I worked myself up to now being exercising, doing more of like a, a inner, what's it called? I don't even remember what it's called. Whatever beach body is, <laughs> I'm doing the beach body workout right now, uh, 21 day fix. Um, so doing that kind of workout with like cardio exercises, weights and all of that. Um, and I think the best part of it for me was that I learned not to beat myself up if there was a day when maybe the previous two days I had run instead of walking or I had run half the time or most of the time in, um previously in years past, I would have told myself then like, okay, well, I can't ever go back to just walking because now I know I can run. So I'm, I, I can't. So then that would cause me to struggle and hate waking up the next day because I would think, well, I've got, I have to run because I ran yesterday. But I started giving myself permission to just kind of trust my body and trust myself that me quote, slacking off, what I would previously call it that, was not me slacking off in a way of I'm just not even improving myself anymore, but in a way of my body needs a little bit of rest today. My body needs a little less intensity, and so I'm just going to walk. I need a mental health check today. I need my mind to focus on listening to this audiobook I'm listening to or listening to this podcast I'm listening to or maybe I just want to listen to music or not listen to anything and listen to the birds chirp I just had to trust myself and know that some days my mental health was more important than my physical health um but obviously still working on physical health if you're walking but so some days I would just tell myself like it's fine I'm just going to walk today I'm not going to run at all I'm not going to superpower speed walk I'm just going to walk and enjoy the time I'm still moving my body I'm still getting exercise but I'm allowing myself to go at the pace that's comfortable for me and not basing it on what somebody else is doing not basing it on this goal in the future. Now, if you have a personal goal to be a marathon runner or to be a, I don't know, Olympic track star or something, you're obviously going to want to continue to improve and continue to do better. And I've never talked to anybody who does those things, um, marathon running and all of that about their process. But I would imagine that they too have rest days. They have days where they go slower than others intentionally. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But for me, this is what works, to focus on one thing at a time, one day at a time. So for me, when I would start focusing on the walking um, 30 minutes a day, a uh, certain distance, you know, and as I would get faster, I would have to find a different route <laughs> so that I made sure I still fit 30 minutes in there because I would be actually going further, but I would want to keep my time at 30 minutes. Um, so I would go a little bit further, but... I would start focusing on that, and then gradually as your body starts to feel better, I would start to 
realize how food was holding me back. And so I would start changing food, um, changing the things that I was eating, drinking more water. Um, you just, you can't change everything at once. Uh, I guess it's possible to, but I don't think that it's reasonable for most people. And I know in the 90 day challenge, the last 90 days that Rachel and Dave Hollis have going on right now and are talking about, uh, one of the areas of it is giving up one category of food and they've specified that I've heard a couple times recently how you know people have taken that as a okay well I'm giving up all sugar altogether and that's great if that's something that you want to do I don't think that that's a bad thing but if you are just starting out on trying to change your life trying to change your eating it's going to be really really hard to give up every single sugar or carb or whatever. And for some people, that is the best way. Cold turkey, cut it all out, be done with it. That's fine. Um, I'm not saying don't push yourself and don't do something just because it's going to be hard or don't not do something just because it's going to be hard. But it's okay to gradually work through something. And they talked about, um, you know, if you're giving up a quote category of food, maybe you replace your um, Diet Coke with water at one meal, or you replace your Diet Coke with sugar-free lemonade or with like water with flavor enhancer drops in it or something like that. So maybe you don't cut out all soda or all everything altogether. I know um, when uh, after I read Girl, Wash Your Face, and this is a whole different topic <laughs> too, but talking about um, drinking alcohol. And like I said, we can go into this on a whole other occasion. And Cullen and I have talked about this some before too, but we had gotten to where we were having a drink most every night, um, you know, having a glass of wine with dinner or before dinner, and then it was before dinner and during dinner and after dinner. Dinner. And so instead of cutting out drinking anything completely, it was okay, well, we're only going to drink on. The weekends or we're only going to drink, you know, certain days of the week and kind of cutting back in that way as you kind of start to realize and train yourself that, oh, I didn't need that. I didn't need that sugar. I didn't need that candy bar. Um, for me, I one of the times that I am the worst about overeating or eating too much is after the kids go to bed and I come down to like clean up the kitchen or put up the food or when I take my plate to the sink, I'll like pick at what's still left over on the stove. And so just cutting out something like that, like, okay, once the kids go to bed, I'm not going to eat anymore because it's, you know, eight o'clock or 730 or whatever. And it's a healthy habit to not eat after seven o'clock, eight o'clock, whatever time you determine for yourself. So I'm not going to eat anything after that. I'm not going to allow myself to eat at all. So obviously you're not cutting out eating altogether, but maybe you're cutting out the snacking that you do after the kids go to bed. And that's your very first change. You're not going to say, okay, I'm going to start exercising every morning and I'm going to start um, cutting out all the carbs in my diet and I'm only eating salad for lunch. That's just, that's a lot. And the more you can build up your confidence in keeping the promises to yourself in the small things, the easier it will be to add on other small things and to add on more challenging changes in your life as you go along. 
so thinking about those one things at a time are is re- is a really helpful thing. Um, in all this, the one small change really just starts the ball rolling for all the bigger changes to happen. Um, you you can you can have a bad day. You can screw up and miss the one thing, but when you've caved in and eaten a candy bar after the kids have gone to bed, you know, you can try again the next day. And it's not that your whole day was ruined because there was so many different things you were challenging yourself on and trying to overcome at the same time. You're working on one thing. So the next day you can try again and you can make sure they keep your promise to yourself again and it will get easier as time goes on. Um, you have to give yourself some grace in those areas because making life changes is hard. It is it is hard. And I don't even know what's harder, the physical changes or the mental changes. I've talked a lot about how it's impossible to make physical changes, to lose weight, to change your diet, to change your exercise. It is impossible. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and put that out there that it is impossible, completely impossible to make those changes and sustain those changes without having made mental change and without having addressed the mental things that are holding you back. I've even talked about some today in this episode that I'm still working on overcoming and that I'm still trying to get past. I've overcome and gotten past a ton of mental stuff. Um, Some stuff that I didn't even realize was an issue. Some things that I didn't even know were unhealthy patterns of thought or patterns of communication or uh, ways that I, I treated myself or talked to myself, I didn't even realize that that was what was holding me back. And I think that's where getting out there and finding other people that are where you want to be or that are making the changes that you want to make and listening to the things they say, taking advice from people who have been there, stop taking advice from the people who are still miserable with their lives, the people who aren't happy, who aren't making changes and who aren't bettering themselves and who constantly are just complaining about how they can't achieve their goals, please stop taking advice from those people. That's not helpful. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it is a family member or a friend or your preacher from church. If they're not in a healthy place, then they don't know how to get to that healthy place. So it's not going to help you to listen to the advice that they may give you. I think a lot of times I question myself and don't trust myself, which has also been part of my journey. And I'm learning so much more to trust myself. And it's still hard. It is still something that I struggle with because when you do make decisions and do trust yourself in certain things, and maybe they still don't go the way that you expected you start to say, well, see, I should just shouldn't have made that decision. I shouldn't have trusted myself there. But it's it's not about one, one incident. It's not about the way one thing goes. It's about continuing to learn from the things that you've done, continuing to learn from how things have gone, and you being the one responsible for making those changes and for making the next decision. Because when you're always asking other people for their opinions and making your decisions based on other people's opinions, you're telling yourself that you're not good enough to make those decisions. And you're telling yourself that you don't really even have to think about it that hard because you'll just rely on what somebody else says. So you don't put in all the work and all the research and the investigation into figuring out what's best for you 
because you're just going to rely on what's worked for somebody else. And that's that's a really dangerous slope to be on. And Cullen and I have been talking a lot lately about how that has impacted us as um, creators, as YouTubers, as social media influencers, all of the things, and going against what we felt was best for us and trying something that worked for somebody else because they told us that was the only way to go. I don't think anybody ever means anything um, malicious or terrible by giving you advice. Obviously, people just want to help, but it's there's a lot of people that don't realize that just because something works for them doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. And that's how I feel about all of this information that I'm sharing. Um, this is what works for me, might not work for you. That's why I kind of try to give different strategies and you know different options and different opinions so that you can make the best informed decision for yourself. Take and leave what applies to you. And that's what I've done in all the books I've listened to, all the podcasts and YouTube videos and all the different things that I've done in my self-development is taking this piece from this person and this piece from another person and putting it all together to find the method that works best for me. Um, And, you know, obviously it's not going to be the same for everybody. Um, I know personally for me, if I pressure myself too much on anything, I will psych myself out that it's going to be too hard, like from the very get-go before I even start. Um, I had said in my Instagram stories, I don't know if this is terrible advice or not, but my advice is to start small. I'm not saying to dream small. I'm not saying to have small goals. I'm saying to start small and don't push yourself too hard in the beginning or else you'll quit. I mean, you you won't be able to do it. Like it's it's not possible to just change everything all at one time. Start with small changes. And once you conquer the first step, once you conquer the first small change, you move on to something else. And I think the important part of that is to start small, but just to keep going no matter what. If one thing that you're trying isn't working out for you or you continue to keep failing, you're either not trying hard enough or you need to try a different way. I know I tried a million different ways of losing weight and eating better and cutting calories and cutting carbs and all the different things. And it wasn't until I found something that worked for me that I was able to continue progressing and feel confident in progressing. And I did that by starting small, by starting with the first step, one step at a time, one day at a time. If you're thinking too far ahead, it's okay to think far ahead in a, in a sense of envisioning what you want. But if you're thinking too far ahead, as far as all of the different changes that you're going to have to make and all the different struggles that are going to come along the way, then that's going to be discouraging. For me, it is important for me to envision where I want to be, um, whether that's healthier, whether that's more energy, whether that's more successful in business, in my relationships, as a mom, as somebody that keeps our house from being a complete disaster, (laughs) which I'm still working on all the freaking time. Um, if, if I envision those things and see the end goal, 
that's different than looking at the entire timeline and seeing all the struggles at each pit stop along the way of change. Seeing the end goal and knowing that's possible, believing that's possible, but then taking it one step at a time. And if you're looking at a timeline or you're looking at, you know, your outline of your life, seeing the end goal, but allowing there to be a little bit of a blur in the middle so that you don't psych yourself out, that there's no way that you can make each of those little changes. Let's conquer one change at a time, conquer one step at a time. So thinking about what you can do today to start changing your life is going to help you get to that final goal instead of sitting down and thinking about all of the many changes you're going to have to make. Because there's a lot. There are a lot of things. It's been a year, almost exactly a year since I started changing my eating habits, just my eating habits. It was months before that, that I started changing my mental stuff. And I'm still working on it. It is a constant, a constant like work in progress. And I'm always changing things, always trying to figure out what didn't work here, what did work there so that I can get to where I want to be. But Remember, a little change is still change. The smallest changes you make are going to amount to bigger changes. I know you guys all can do this. I love the encouraging messages and um, inspirational stuff that y'all have sent to me. If you would like to share your story with me or tell me about some changes that you've made so we can all keep each other accountable and build each other up, Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, katiepie07. That's where I am the most. Um, I am also over on Twitter at katiepie7. And we have a Facebook page, Cullen and Katie. Um, Obviously, our YouTube channels, too. If you want to just see our family life, it is Cullen and Katie on YouTube. And then my Katie on the flip side channel on YouTube. Now, if that doesn't give you a place to find us out of all of those options, then I don't know what to tell you. But Thank you guys so much. I always appreciate the support. I appreciate you guys rating this podcast and leaving reviews. That really helps me out a lot and helps other people see this podcast as well. Thank you guys so much, and I will talk with you again soon.